Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today Yeah, he's become known as one of the most intimidating faces on Irish telly. And this Wednesday sees the end of Hell Week, The Professionals. But who is going to pass the course? D.S. Ray Goggins, best-selling author, former Army Ranger. That'd be special forces to you and me. He's on the line. Hello, Ray. Morning, gents. How's things? You well? Good to chat to you again. Yeah, actually, it is. It's great, Armour. How are you keeping you well? I'm very... I missed it last time, Dave. That's right, yeah. I wasn't here. I've missed out on my chance to sit here and be intimidated by your handsome face, Ray. <laughs> there you go, yeah. yeah. When you said that about my face, I wasn't sure what you were saying there. <laughs> God, no, the opposite. <laughs> uh, so, Ray, this is just another brilliant series, and... Even though, you know, sometimes when you get a good idea for a show and then you fill it full of, in inverted commas, celebs, uh, it, it doesn't have the same impact. But this, this actually does. And it's really, really entertaining. And it doesn't matter what your job is, whether you're a professional sports person or Joe Bloggs off the street, you got to be tough to get through this. Yeah, you do. Like, and we're, we're very lucky with the group of people who came uh, on this uh, series. You know, they really bought into it. Because like it's only as good as the people and what they put in, so yeah, it's good. Like, and it's, look, it's all about their mindset and you know pushing themselves and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, certainly yeah, is. It very well. well do, you, do you? Sorry, do you go much harder or easier on the the celebs, so to speak, compared to regular people? No, there's no difference. We just see them all as a number. To be honest, you know, yeah. it doesn't really matter. We just stick the boot in the meat away. Like, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Tell me this: the final four. Um, and I'm sure nobody who's listening now is, is, is waiting on spoilers and all the rest but David Gillick's a tanto helping Billy Holland and Eric Donovan right they're yeah. all sports people do you yeah. think that sports people have an advantage over people who come at this from another walk of life yeah to, to be honest personally I do because I believe that like you know the whole process of the programme isn't necessarily about your individual skills like the better you go on with it is, you know, if you're very good at chilling with people very quickly. And I suppose sports guys are like that. And even with Eric, look, I know people would see a boxer as an individual sport, but like his backroom team and who he works with on a daily basis is all about team. So mm-hmm. yeah, they probably have a, a slight advantage to someone coming from a kind of more individual um, discipline or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and just well, just because they're not involved with sport doesn't mean people don't have grit and determination. I'm thinking of Fiona O'Carroll from Mrs. Yeah. Brown's Boys, and here's the moment where, despite her best efforts and determination, you just had to take the the um, armband off her. Two, sit up. Give me your armband too. I'm taking it off. You're you're not quitting. You're not quitting. I'm taking you off, of course. Because you can't keep up. You can't keep up. Give me your armband. Give me your arm. You haven't. Give me your armband. No, too. Give me your armband. Gosh, she wasn't giving up in a fight, was she? Yeah, I, I thought we were going MMA there for a minute at one stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was. Uh, yeah, but look, fair play to Fiona. Like she's a, she's an amazing person. Like she's great spirit and heart, which she showed there on the programme like and she just wasn't giving up and like you know as you were saying there earlier it doesn't matter what your background is and I know the sports guys have a bit more advantage but um, it's all down to what you bring and you know what, how you believe yourself and how you know yourself and mm. they're, they're the kind of people that do well on it That so, was during that infamous scratch test which it can be just a it's just a mishmash of awful tasks yeah. do, you, do you have any memory of your own Introduction to scratch when you began your training to become an army ranger. I, I have, I have probably too, too many, and you probably don't have enough time to hear them all. But like, 
you know, it, it, it's just the brutality of it. And, and on the real course, you know, the, the scratch probably goes for maybe eight hours. You know, it, it's, it's pretty intense, like, and it's always done at, at night. So I suppose the only story I have, I remember seeing a guy with a big um, climbing rope on his kit when I arrived. And I was kind of going, what does he know that I don't know that he's got a big rope for him? But I remember during the, the proceedings hours later seeing him with some instructor had the, the rope to the full length of 90, 90 feet around his waist and he was running him around like a trick pony. You know, oh, all these hills on. I was going, okay, I'm glad I didn't bring one of the rope. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray, when, when, when you've completed that, because we always hear about for Special Forces, we hear about the training, right? And the kind of, the, the necessary things you must pass in order to be accepted. But once you become an army ranger I presume like, then it's not a case of like right break out the Jaffa case and put the feet up like you really got to keep that up throughout your career right yeah you do like and look I, I served there for 17 years in different positions you know uh, up through the system and yeah you're constantly tested so it's never a case of getting comfortable you're always tested you're always pushed you know, into positions of adversity and all this kind of stuff. So you never get comfortable. One never. of the most uncomfortable things, I think, isn't actually physical from the show. It's the truth, that bit where mm. you guys make everybody walk up and point at someone who they have created an unbelievable bond with, but they're they're required to walk up and point in someone's face and say, they're not going to be able to complete the task tomorrow because, have a listen to this. I want you to point at the person in this room that is not going to pass the course. Okay, walk up to him. Keep pointing. Keep pointing. Keep pointing. Stop f- swaying. Look him in the eye now and tell him why isn't he going to pass. I think your feet are going to be compromised and it's going to slow you down and you'll eventually give up. So is that your honest opinion? It's my honest opinion. So just because he's injured? Is he like an easy person to pick? 12? What do you think of that? I disagree strongly. You disagree strongly? It's like the dial. You're going to put a motion against it or something? <laughs> What's the purpose of that, Ray? Because it's it's so emotionally cruel. It goes against all our accepted social norms. What is it? What do you think it does? Yeah, what it does, like like in special forces, if you think about it, like you could be dealing with all sorts of madness or mad environments. So social norms aren't really. You know, don't really work and, and you kind of go beyond that kind of limit. So what we would always do in teams is like that honesty of, of awareness of who you are as a person and uh, in your team. So you like you, you can only be good if you know what you're not good at. And like if you have that honest, open view with your team and your, your guys in your team that you're like brothers with are saying, listen, you're not good at this. It, it lands. And, and you work on that, you know, and that's what we're like. It's, it's self-improvement, team improvement is the constant and that, that's the difference mm. in the mindset There's very, very few other places that will work like you can't do it in your Monday meeting in work where you go okay guys walk up to someone and go <laughs> yeah, yeah. no I think you're terrible <laughs> at marketing and your last yeah. whole brand campaign was a disaster <laughs> you know I, yeah. and also your shirt is awful what were you thinking wearing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. right in that situation are, are you as you said it, it's about improvement right so would you be happier with somebody sitting there taking on the chin and going yeah I hear what you're saying well tomorrow I'm going to work harder at that or do you want them to come back and go you're completely wrong I've got this so you know what, what is the best reaction from the person receiving the truth yeah they're both actually right in ways because like people don't like hearing you know critiques they don't hear like hearing bad news about themselves so some people will take it incredibly personally which you kind of don't want really like so what I'd like is someone is going okay I understand what you're saying but look, they might argue it a little bit just to fine-tune exactly what they need to work on. And then 
that acceptance of then is okay I need to do this and that, that's what happens you know yeah um, there's a text in and it says um, will you please ask Ray is this genuinely the last ever series because I've been training and hoping to apply for Hell Week but I heard this is the last season any chance you could confirm or deny Ray I cannot confirm or deny. I'm only the the DS. Yes. Like you know, it, it'll, it'll depend on on what happens. I don't know. Look, we haven't planned another one. There's no talks of another one at the moment, to be honest. But look, that could change overnight. I, I don't know. So mm, whoever this, okay. this person is, tell them keep training. Something will come up. Maybe you never know. And finally, Ray, like I, I, in every movie I ever see with ex special forces, they're living a new life. Everything's going great, and then they get the call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's it's uh, one more job. Everything in your gut is telling you no, no, don't do it. But you know the paycheck is good. You got to get over to Libya first thing in the morning. Jump out <laughs> of an airplane. Have you got the call yet, Ray? Yeah, listen, I'm on my way to the under-14s there to start coaching them. Yeah, I got the call there last night, so that's where I'm off to now, yeah. That's tougher than any mission you've ever been yeah. on, I guarantee yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I prefer to face the Taliban than the under-14s, yeah. <laughs> Ray Goggins, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, the When is the last episode? It's Wednesday, isn't it? Wednesday, 9.35. Wednesday night, yeah. Yeah, 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 make sure you're tuned into RT1, obviously the RT player as well. You can watch it there. Ray, pleasure as always to talk to you. Thanks a million. Thanks a lot. All right, see you later. Bye-bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.